Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, January 14th and Friday, January 15th of 2021. Um, Like I mentioned yesterday, it has been a very quiet couple of days um, with COVID, work from home restrictions, snowstorms in Madrid, Um, things have just been way quieter than expected this week. Um, and so, you know, I'm surprised we made it through with only having one every other day episode. Um, and we'll, we'll see what tomorrow brings in terms, uh, or what next week brings. Um, there won't be another episode until Tuesday, um, but we'll see what that brings in terms of, you know, daily events. Um, So there will definitely be an episode on Tuesday that covers anything that could potentially happen over the weekend. Um, I don't expect much. And then anything that does happen on Monday. Um, And then we'll see how the week goes. So just a little heads up. um, We're just kind of playing everything by ear right now. Um, If things are quiet, I'm not going to put pressure on myself and we're just going to go every other day. And if things are busy, we're going to record. That's how we're going to do this. Um, at least in January, if not throughout the whole year. Um, no pressure if days are light to make something happen. Um, and we'll go from there. So we are going to get started now with the Belgian royal family. Starting in Belgium, there were not a lot of events at all in Belgium. It has been an extremely quiet past two days. Um, So on Thursday, yesterday, King Philippe held two audiences with um, leaders of the EU. Um, And so this, I've talked about this a little bit last week too. This is in replacement of a... Uh, reception, a New Year's reception for um, pretty much everybody, like members of the European Union. Um, But because of COVID, obviously those can't happen. So King Philippe is holding these annual audience or like these audiences to celebrate the new year with um, key leaders in that. So last week he met with the Dean of the Diplomatic Corps. Today he's meeting with lead or yesterday he met with leaders from the EU. Um, And I assume next week we'll meet with some members of NATO who also get a typical New Year's reception. Um, EU is the European Union, um, and they have their headquarters for their parliament in Brussels. So that is where the uh, European Union, like, government is held. Um, And obviously, like, that makes... It kind of important for King Philippe to have these relationships and have these um, annual events to celebrate the fact that the EU has chosen Brussels as their home um, and just to have that cooperation. So that's it. Um, like I said, there wasn't a lot going on. Um, 
and there's not a lot to share because we talked about a lot of it last week. Um, and, you know, an annual reception, obviously, like, it's just not possible. We all know that. Um, and so I really, I don't have a lot to say on that, unfortunately. Um, but with that, we are now going to go ahead and move on to um, the British royal family. Moving on to the UK, um, yesterday on Thursday the 14th, there was nothing public and only one event on the court circular, and that is that the uh, Duke of Cambridge, Prince William, spoke to um, NHS staff and volunteers from England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland, all of which make up the United Kingdom. Um, that have been involved in administering the COVID-19 vaccine. So they shared a little bit of a video clip of that this morning, um, just talking about the vaccine um, and the distribution process of that, because um, the UK is doing pretty well in their distribution. Um, I know if you're from the States, like we're having a bit of a situation if you're paying super close attention. Um there just aren't enough shots to go around. And also um, certain states are being very rigid in the rules and who can receive shots when. And so vaccines are actually like losing potency because of it. Um, but the UK, I mean, is having issues as well. Like any, this is just a huge logistical rollout that like a lot of countries are going to, have trial and error with. Um, but so William was talking about that. Um, and that was all in like a quick, you know, 30 second video released on Twitter. Um, and then today in the UK, um, so the big story of the day is that the Duchess of Cornwall launched her, um, well, she launched it at the beginning of the year, but it kind of like relaunched essentially with choices. Um, but it's Camilla's reading room, um, which is, seems like kind of like a book club. Um, like it chose four books for the first season that people in this realm will, people who are following this will read. Um, and so those were released today as well as a video message from Camilla, um, talking about, her love of reading, um, which I know I talked about a ton last year. Like Camilla has really taken this literacy world to a whole new realm. Um, but then this year, like this reading room during a pandemic is just the smartest idea ever. Um, I think it's so smart and it's like awesome. Um, and so she picked, there were four books picked. I don't know if she picked them, but there were four picked. Um, the first was Mirror and the Light by Hilary Mantle. Uh, the next is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens, which is like a super popular book. I haven't read any of these. I actually may 
read some of these. I may read them all. I may not. Um, I haven't completely decided yet. But those are the first two. The next one is Restless by William Boyd. And finally is The Architect's Apprentice by Elith Shafak. Um, and so those were announced today, as well as, like I said, that video where Camilla is talking about her love of reading. Um, and like that, I just, again, like what a creative way to get more people reading, create a community around something and have it all be digital because we're living in a pandemic. It's just like so fantastic. Um, and so that's what was happening there. Um, and then I am just getting ready to check the court circular for today. Um, but I did see that Britain has shut its borders. Um, so Britain has been accessible to everybody, um, without quarantining, uh, due to COVID. But however, that apparently is no longer the case. Um, so anyway, okay, sorry. <laughs> Ugh, dear. Okay. Anyway, we are moving on now and I'm going to check the court circular. Um, and it looks like uh, Charles is the only one who had events on the court circular today. Um, so the Prince of Wales held a meeting, a video meeting for the Sustainable Markets Initiative, which is either happening every week or every other week. Um, I think it is happening every week. And then he also held a telephone meeting with the Deputy Secretary General of the UN. Um, and so that's, that's what was going on um, in the UK. Uh, like I said, not a whole lot, but there's a couple of good events to talk about. Um, also released today is, I know we talked about this in the last episode that had content in it, was um, that the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge had had a phone conversation with a bereavement uh, chat line. Um, and so that video is actually up on the Royal Family's YouTube, as well as um, Twitter and Instagram. It's shared there as well. So check that out with Kensington Royal on Instagram or Twitter and the Royal Family on YouTube. You can see all of that good stuff. So it was a really good uh, conversation and I recommend watching it. So that is what was going on in the UK. We are skipping Denmark because there was nothing there, still nothing on the calendar. And we are still continuing with a quiet January in Denmark, but now we are going to move on to the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, it has been a and also interesting past couple of days. So we are going to start with the events on Thursday and then move into the chaos show that is today. Um, so yesterday, 
uh, sorry, I lost my place there. Uh, yesterday, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima both had uh, digital working visits. So Willem Alexander met with um, a suicide prevention program, um, which I believe is kind of like a uh, crisis hotline for suicide prevention. Um, it's called 113. Um, I don't know if that's a phone number that people in the Netherlands can call or what, but it seems like it's kind of like a 911 um, or emergency service number for people in the Netherlands who are experiencing suicidal ideation. Um, and they are, you know, trained counselors to kind of help in that situation. Um, so during the visit, again, this is a digital working, working visit done completely over Skype or Zoom um, and whatnot. But during the quote-unquote visit, um, they spoke about the impact of COVID on um, suicidal ideation, which I don't really know a lot of stats on. I would assume at the beginning it was maybe a little higher. Um, I don't I don't know, but that's just my best guess. Um, and so, like, amazing, um, really good organization there. Um, and then... Also yesterday, uh, Queen Maxima held a, again, a digital working visit with three um, social initiatives in the Caribbean part of the Netherlands. Um, so in Aruba, Carousel, and St. Martin. Um, and they were talking about different organizations and different activities um, and how the pandemic has affected them um, and kind of changed the the story and um, changed the way we do things on a day-to-day basis um, as it has for all of us. So that's what was going on yesterday. Now, today. So I saw this go around a lot this morning and I didn't understand and I figured I would do some more research into it. And then I did. And I almost regret learning more. Um, so here's what I wrote in my outline. And I can go I can go into a little bit more detail, not a ton, because I don't understand enough. Um, but today, King Willem Alexander held a meeting with the current Prime Minister of the Netherlands, who expressed his wish to hold new elections in March. And the cabinet have expressed their desire to resign. So this comes after a financial scandal include involving um, the Dutch government wrongfully claiming fraud on individuals who are receiving child welfare assistance. They forced these families to pay back thousands of dollars that they had received assistance on, and none of them had been fraudulent. So, this is obviously a huge governmental problem um, that has begun with the resignation of the entire cabinet of the Netherlands. 
um, as well as the Prime Minister. Now, this will not happen until March is when the elections will be held. Um, and assuming there's a majority, I don't under, I don't know the ropes of a Dutch government at this point. I'm sure I will learn this year. Um, but we will work through that entire government formation process, um, in the way that King Will Alexander is involved. I don't know what that is yet. We'll find out. Um, we'll all find out together, but let's hope we don't have another Spain or Belgian election where it takes months or even years to form a government. So let's hope that that's not what we get. Um, so that's what's been going on in the Netherlands. It's been a, um, a problem. We'll just go with that. Um, and so we'll work through it kind of together as we go through this year once the elections are held. And again, to whatever extent Willem Alexander is involved, we'll learn more. Um, I don't quite know what the constitutional role of the King of the Netherlands is in government formation, but we'll work it out together. So with that, we are going to move on now to Norway. <laughs> And in Norway, over the past couple of days, it's been extremely quiet. Um, honestly, maybe not even enough to really get its own segment because it's going to be very short. But um, yesterday, King Harald, Queen Sonia, and Crown Prince Akun held an audience with the foreign minister of Norway. And I'm going to take a wild guess and presume this is kind of where they're talking about the different international things happening in the world and how they relate to Norway, um, what Norway's response is to certain international things in the world, um, and just like a general conversation about foreign relations. Um, and then today on Friday, it is weekly Council of State meeting day, and this this week, King Harald and Crown Prince Akun both attended the Council of State meeting. So, like I said, not a whole lot going on there. Um, it's been a really quiet week, like, through everybody, but, like, Norway has been exceptionally quiet as well. Um, and so that's, that's really all I have to say um, they do have some things on the calendar for next week, but again, because we're living in a COVID world, things are being done from home, um, and just not a lot of publications or different out-of-the-castle events. So, um, we are going to move on now to Sweden, where we had another quiet weekend, or quiet couple days, um, with a big event today, with a big thing today. But first, we are going to skip Spain um, because there was nothing that existed on the calendar today or yesterday. Um, you guys remember how last week's episode 
on Saturday, like Saturday's episode, I was so excited because Spain's calendar was completely full and I was looking forward to seeing like the Spanish royals in snow because you just, that doesn't happen. Well, the snowstorm in Spain is just horrible. And now the ice is melting or the snow is melting and refreezing and turning to ice. And now it's just a catastrophe, a beautiful catastrophe, which I think is what someone called it in a, like a local, um, market. I think I read this on Instagram, perhaps that it's just a beautiful catastrophe that Madrid is living in right now with their snow situation. Um, so I'm going to hope like, Fingers crossed there are events next week, but I am not confident. Um, There is something every day, but a lot of it may be done from home or something along those lines. So that's what was going on in Spain, aka nothing for the past two days. Um, And now we are going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. And we are finishing in Sweden. So today and yesterday, there were no events publicized. Um, I think I've seen like one thing that maybe happened yesterday, but I'm not sure of that. It wasn't on uh, the Swedish Royal House's website. So I don't know that it happened. Um, Like there's no confirmation of that. So anyway... Um, the only thing that happened today, but it is a very big deal, is that King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia were both vaccinated against COVID-19, so they received their first of two vaccination shots. Uh, King Carl Gustav is the first royal that I talk about who has posted a picture of himself getting the vaccine, uh, which he somehow, because he's Carl Gustav, has made it look awkward. Um, but anyway, that, um, is obviously like really important. I know we've talked about what a big deal it is for royals to receive or public officials to receive their vaccines. Um, but again, it does seem like in Sweden as well, they waited their turn, um, until it was like their age bracket time for them to receive the vaccination. Um, However, what this does mean is that of the seven royal houses that I talk about, four of the monarchs have been vaccinated and they are, I kind of categorize them in like two tiers, which they legitimately are. Um, There's like the scene, the older monarchs who are in a certain age range. Um, I think it's safe to say 70 plus. I don't quite know Carl Gustav's age off the top of my head, but it's over 70. Um, and then there's the younger ones, um, you know, King Philippe, King Felipe, King Willem Alexander are the younger monarchs. Um, and so 
we've already learned that when it is Willem Alexander's time, he will be vaccinated. But as of right now, they are not planning to announce that information. Um, and we don't know what will happen in Spain or Belgium. And I presume in Spain, they'll make an announcement of some sort um, that they have been vaccinated. But I don't I don't know if they will or not. I just assume. Um so the older tier of royals and monarchs uh, of monarchs have been vaccinated and, um, you know, the next group could potentially be Charles, but I don't know if they'll announce that he has been vaccinated or not. But again, this is just really, really great um, and something that we like to see. Um, I know, like, it is not my turn yet, but as soon as it is my turn, I will be like first in line to get my COVID vaccine. Um, I'm pretty trusting of it. I think it's a really great idea. Um, I am so COVID scared that I will just, I know I'll feel better when I have a vaccination. Um, even though like it doesn't work right away, of course, like any vaccination doesn't um, give you immunity right away and you have to get a second round, but like I will be first in line, count me in. Um, so I am very excited that the Royals have announced, but also are, you know, seemingly waiting their turn. I think that's really great, too. So that is the end of the episode. You guys, it was a quiet two days um, to end a pretty quiet week. But, oh, it was really quiet for two days. Um, and so we'll see how the weekend and Monday go. Uh, like I said, I will definitely post an episode on Monday. Um you know, I don't expect any events to happen this weekend by any stretch of the imagination, but should they, we'll talk about them then. Um, and then we'll go with any events that happen on Monday, even if it's only like a 15 minute podcast, we'll still go. Um, and then we'll play the rest of the week by ear, much like we've done this week. Um, if there's enough that I think I can make, you know, 20 to 30 minute episode, I will. Um, and if not, we'll skip and do a two day episode. So with that, I will talk to you all on Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you all then. Bye.